Welcome to the WorkWise Law Podcast, a podcast that helps business owners better understand employment law and avoid costly employment mistakes. Featuring WorkWise Law attorneys Renee Noy and Alexis James. And we're here with Alexis James, Renee Noy, WorkWise Law. I have a huge question because I can never remember classifying employees, uh, exempt, non-exempt. I, I am always confused. And it's always changing, right? The numbers are changing. The numbers are changing. Right. So in terms, okay, so just to break this down. So what it means is whether or not you're exempt from the wage and hour order, those rules. And wage and hour rules are, they, they involve, you know, overtime and meal breaks and yes. rest periods and things like that. So if you're exempt, that means you're exempt from those rules. Exempt means you're on a salary. So, so many companies, what they do is they'll call us and they say, okay, so we have all of our employees on salary. You know, they're making between 20000 and, you know, 200000 but they're all salaried. And, and uh, that's not going to fly because there's two tests for um, an exemption. And the first test is the salary threshold. So that changes with the minimum wage of California. So it's double California's minimum wage. And as we know, that goes up every year. And so every year, the the number goes up for the salary threshold. So the current numbers um, in California for under 20, for 26 and under employees, you have to be making at least $58,240. And for 26 or more employees, you have to be making $62,400, which are big numbers. Um, annually. That's annually. That's mean, an annual salary. Annual. Right. right. Those are very big numbers. Right. It's getting higher and higher every year. It's just going to keep going up. So that's one test. So if, they ha- if they're under that number, then they're not exempt. Okay. The second test. Automatically. Automatic. Not- Done. Yeah. Not exactly. Don't even ask. Don't even ask. Don't bother me with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the second test is um, the duties test. And so you have to look at, it's a a multi-factor test, but you want to look at which exemption they fall into. So are they administrative, professional, um, or um, executive? And then even within those, there's a ton more of different types of exemptions. Uh, It's really complicated. But the main thing that you want to think about is do they have, you know, independent discretion? Are people reporting to the other employees? Do they report to you? Um, you know, are you having them sit down at a desk from nine to five, or do they kind of can they come and go as they please? Is it more project based? Is it more you know data entry, and they're just sitting there doing tasks that mm-hmm. you've given to them? That all comes into play, um, and so but each exemption is very different, and so you really need to understand. Uh, you know what is the, what the job is uh, entails in order to make that determination, but um, it's it's definitely something that you don't want to go into lightly. You want to talk to an, an employment lawyer mm-hmm. and a job description. What I usually say whenever somebody asks me is, "Let me see the job description," which inevitably will be not properly done because job descriptions are there's a very specific mm-hmm. structure, but that helps me figure out whether or not they're going to fall into an exemption. So that's. The overall for exempt. And then the non-exempt just means that they're hourly. And mm-hmm. then they fall into you have to make sure that they're clocking in and clocking out. You have to be really strict about your timekeeping. You have to make sure they're getting their two 10-minute break. Mm-hmm. Assuming an eight-hour day, they get their two 10-minute breaks. They get their 30-minute their lunch. And that's all within a certain time frame. Um, and then over time, that you, know, that you get time and a half. And, and there's a lot of rules. And wage an hour is not it, – it's very unsexy. It's just a formula. And it's right. black and white. Right. And uh, there's penalties that apply. I mean, wage an hour our, we have so many wage and hour lawsuits that we're dealing with right now. It's it's really extensive, and, and the penalties go up quickly. So you want to be very careful about classification. The newest penalty for this year 
is if you have intentionally not paid one employee more than $950, it's considered grand theft. And they can actually prosecute you with a misdemeanor or a felony. Talk about, wait, holy cow, wait, yeah. wait. what? Yes. Back up. Welcome to California. Back up. <laughs> Say that one more time. So the key to this, to, to allowing us to still sleep at night, is the word intentional. <laughs> so you're going to okay. have to prove that you intentionally withheld these wages. Um, but look, there's going to be some really zealous plaintiff's attorneys mm. who are going to say, you should have worked with counsel. You should have reviewed your handbooks. You should know that they were entitled to this change in the minimum wage or this change in the salary basis. And $950 mistake? How quickly can we make that mistake? A lot of people can do that. Wow. Yeah, that was a big one. Well, as you were talking, I just immediately thought of with uh, some people working at home, how do you make sure they're taking, if they are non-exempt, how do you make sure they're taking that half hour, those breaks, everything that you can kind of keep your eyeballs on when you're in the office, but they're at home. So you get their cat to spy on them and report back to you. <laughs> See that kitty in the corner? It's not a real Practical kitty. advice by WorkWise Law. Um, no, so it's, it's it really is. It's camera in its eyeball. <laughs> No, we've had employers ask, you know, can I install a camera on the computer so that I can watch them? And that's a little creepy. So creepy. (laughs) So creepy. So it goes back to your documentation and setting policies and constantly informing the employees that you're entitled to these breaks. We want you to take these breaks. We have every expectation Mm -hmm. that you're taking Mm -hmm. them. And then having them sign every pay period. I took my breaks. I understood Mm -hmm. that I needed to be relieved at this point. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just reiterating that policy and writing over and over again to protect yourself. But it is, you know, there's a certain amount of trust. Yes, you have to have faith and and hope. (laughs) Trust. You know, telecommunity, I mean, that's a whole other podcast because telecommuting is such a relevant issue right now but um you know in order to know you know their performance at home Mm -hmm. are they actually working or are they doing laundry um it that's critically important because you don't want to be paying employees to be you know doing their household chores um all day long so you know there's ways to there's actually all these new software uh, I keep hearing about all these different software mm-hmm. programs that are uh, coming into existence that you can put onto their computers and you mm-hmm. can figure out exactly mm-hmm. like when they're working. There's lights that I've heard of, like a green light comes on when they're actually at their desk typing mm-hmm. and working versus you know when they're just away from their desk. So you need to be paying attention to that yeah. um, for obvious reasons that they're not taking advantage of you know being home, but also for breaks. If they're if that green light is on for right. eight straight hours and they don't take it, a break and they're non-exempt, I mean that's something you have to bring up to them. Right. So I, I have a team member and I'm always when when she's in the office, I walk by her desk. I said, I need you to get up and take a break. I need you to go take a break. But I'm right in the middle of something. No, I need you to go take a break. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm always reminding her to do that. And um, because all of us, we're sitting at the computer and we get into a project and suddenly six hours goes by or what have you. No, but, you, yeah, you have to. I mean, you do have to be somewhat militant yes, about it because yes. it is a really big deal. And I mean, I have a litigation. I'm just about to write a letter to the to the uh, plaintiff's attorney right now 
it's she's she's claiming that she's had that all of her lunch breaks are interrupted, that she was never able to take a solid lunch break. They have nothing documented. There's nothing, mm. and their timekeeping is terrible. So I did I did um, interviews of every single employee in their mm-hmm. office, and the, every single employee said, "Of course, we get our breaks every single day. Nobody ever interrupts us. Mm-hmm. Our office is essentially closed for that, you know, sixty mm-hmm. minutes." Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's that's going back, you know, to the other podcast about documentation. Mm-hmm. But also, it's really really important that you're enforcing this and that you can back it up with, you know, with meal breaks. You want to clock in and clock out. Sure. Rest breaks, you don't. Um, but you just want to be on top of this. And then there's also the, um, well, they're getting their work done. You know, I know they're getting the work done. Why do I need to watch them constantly and document when they're um, it, at their computer? You know, if the work gets done, like you were saying, there were you, there's uh, programs that can tell when they're on their computer and actually working. And then there's the measurement. I know there's employers that will measure hey, the work gets done every day, and I know they're not working after 5 o'clock, so what does it matter? I think you have to consider what type of company culture you want to have and whether you're going to be Big Brother-esque in looking at their keystrokes versus Mm -hmm. trusting that this person is doing the job and and getting Mm -hmm. you the work product. But in California, because the rules are so against employers and having that level of trust, there is a certain amount of documentation, at least for the meal periods and, you know, starting your day and ending your day for the non-exempt employees mm-hmm. that it you can't do without it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're really opening yourself up to liability. Mm-hmm. Very good advice. Thank you. Sure. You've been listening to the WorkWise Law Podcast, brought to you by WorkWise Law PC, a law firm dedicated to protecting your business from costly employment mistakes. The information provided in this WorkWise Law PC podcast includes general information about legal issues and developments in the law. Such materials are for informational purposes only and may not reflect the most current legal developments or nuances for particular sets of facts. These informational materials are not intended and must not be taken as legal advice on any particular set of facts or circumstances. This podcast is not presented as a substitute for obtaining legal advice from a licensed attorney, nor should you rely on anything on this website for legal purposes without seeking legal advice from a licensed attorney. By listening to this podcast or reading the transcript on any platform, There has been no creation of an attorney-client relationship.